Ladies and gentlemen, this is on Premium Sports Talk. That's right. This is our M1 segment. I'm here, as always, with Jacob Smoke Them Hams and Alex Count the Bucket Parker. We're going to dive into some sports tonight. First things first, word rumor has it, Coach K is saying Zion could be back by ACC tournament. We're also going to talk Celtics-Warriors. Warriors blown out by the Celtics at Golden State. I'm saying nothing to be fearful of. Warriors don't really care. It's not playoff time yet. And then we're going to end it talking about a little Bryce Harper. Is he recruiting Mike Trout? Could the Phillies be forming the first super team in 2021? Let's dive into it. This is M1. Let's take it to Jacob. Jacob, we'll start with you. Our first topic of the night, Coach K saying Zion could be ready by the ACC tournament. Do you think that's going to have any implication? Can Duke pick up where they left off with Zion, basically? Yeah, I mean, again, I've been very critical of Zion, even from the beginning of the season. But seeing how big of an impact he makes for that team, uh, simply having him back on the floor, I think, uh, is going to help Duke tremendously, even if he's only playing 17, 18 minutes. Um, just the his presence being felt uh, for that amount of time during the game, I think that's going to give Duke the push they need to get them over the top, you know. Uh, and, of course, you know, everyone's going to say, oh, well, they almost lost to Wake Forest on the last-minute bucket that didn't go in and, and blah, blah, blah. You know, but the thing is, like, that's that's college basketball. It's March. You know, they don't call it March Madness for nothing. Uh, and so I, I wouldn't look too much into that, especially without uh, what is now the consensus number one pick, even after he's been out for such a time. Uh, so I think once Zion comes back, Duke is going to be uh, right there in tip-top shape. So kind of literally transition. When We're not going to spend too much time on Zion. I just thought really that was more of a breaking news for all you Duke fans out there that uh, Coach K is saying that Zion should be ready by the ACC tournament. Uh, I believe he's fine and can play now, but they're just saving him until the tournament starts. That'll carry right on over into the March Madness NCAA tournament. So, but you said something uh, insightful there that it's March, anything could happen. Well, that's definitely the case in the NBA. We see the big teams like the Warriors stuff, they lose any given night, and you're wondering what in the world is going on. So the Celtics beat the Warriors last night, kind of a blowout. I think, honestly, I think the Warriors are just bored till playoff time. So Alex, let's go to you. Warriors-Celtics, what was kind of your takeaway? Are the Celtics, have they reemerged? And are the Warriors just not... They're just not ready to play real ball yet. Um, I think the game was really big for the Celtics. I don't know if they reemerged. Um, I think the Bucks have really separated themselves in the East. Um, but last night was big for them. You go into Oracle, you beat them by a smack ton of points. Jason Tatum with the block of a century on KD. Um, I mean, dude, like double pancake that on the backboard. Um, they played really well last night, and that was probably the best they've played all season. Um, the question is going to be, can you shut Kyrie up for two seconds? Can you keep playing like this? And can you play like this against the Bucks and the 76ers and the teams in the East that are contending for titles and not talking to the media every 20 <clears throat> seconds? So, and I think you said something perfect uh, right there, is have we ever met or have we ever seen a more moody 
basketball player than Kyrie Irving. This dude, like every other day, I can't tell what kind of mood he's in. You know, he doesn't want to talk to the media. Then after this game, he said, uh, you know, the plane ride really helped him. And it's like, what, did they have a little a kumbaya session on the flight from Boston out to, to California? I mean, I I don't know, but I get I completely get what you're saying. I think the Celtics, I think they can get it together at just the right time, but I do not think that – I think they can make a run for the finals, but still, I don't see anyone beating Golden State. Uh, Jacob, let's take it to you. You watching kind of Golden State. They kind of play this like, yeah, yeah, let's get to the... It's really sad. Here's what I'm trying to say. It's really sad when teams, they beat the Golden State Warriors in the regular season, and they're like on cloud nine. And the Warriors seem to be like, eh, we'll see in June. Uh, do the Warriors care right now? Um... I don't know that I would go as far as to say that they don't care uh, because I do think that they're an extremely competitive team. I would go as far as to say, do they get worried when they lose or even get blown out? Absolutely not. I mean, because the entire country knows what the Golden State Warriors are capable of. And when you say that, of course, the Golden State Warriors themselves also know what the Golden State Warriors are capable of. You know, you have to think that they get in that locker room and they look around and they say, oh, you know, there's KD, there's Steph, there's Clay, there's Draymond, there's Boogie. Like, I mean, at some point the Warriors got to look around and say, you know what, I think we're okay to lose a game or two. You know what I mean? Well, and y'all remember that, I think it was last year, I don't know if it was the finals, well, no, it was fine. that was the finals. They went 4-0. It might, it might have been against the Rockets or one of those games, I believe, in the playoffs where the Warriors were just getting blown out, and you see Steph Curry on the sidelines, on the bench, just with the biggest smile on his face. And it was almost like, yeah, we're good. It's almost like you, you're not going to beat us. It's the weirdest thing. We've never seen this with a team to where – no matter if they're losing in a series, even let's take it back. Even last year, they're down three-two to the Rockets. Did anyone actually think that the Rockets were going to pull that out? I mean, if we're being honest, did y'all actually think that? Heck no, no, Heck no. No, I knew they literally told us Clay's going to give us Game Seven. He's going to get us there, and then we're just going to win it in Houston. Like they told people that, and everybody's like, "Oh no, they didn't." <laughs> they literally told us. <laughs> Oh, and they did it anyway. Sorry, but it's just funny to me. So Golden State Warriors, mark your calendars, folks. If you're thinking, if you're wanting some fun, interesting NBA playoffs, you're not going to get it. You may find some fun in the East. We all know what's going to happen in June. Golden State's going to have another parade. Curry's going to add to his legacy. And you know what? We're actually not going to talk about the Lakers tonight because we just don't need to waste our breath. We're not going to do it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they're in so much trouble. Ice Age 2.0. If you don't know what that means, listen to our last episode. All right. So let's move kind of into – it's going to be a quick segment tonight. Uh, we're getting straight to the point here on M1. Let's talk some baseball. Not just any baseball. Some, some Something we might not have really ever seen in baseball – could it happen? Could it not? I don't know. But uh, reports coming out. Of course, you know how the media works. It's all rumors. But that Bryce Harper wants to make a run at, to Mike Trout in 2021 to get him to Philly. Now, keep in mind, you think, oh, that's crazy. Is it? Mike Trout is from Philly. Mike Trout has season tickets 
to see the Philadelphia Eagles. Could we see a Bryce Harper, Mike Trout team up in Philadelphia? Jacob, is it even possible? Sorry, my mic was kind of bugging out there. Um, Do I think it's possible? Yes. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Will I cry a lot if it does happen? 100%. Um, (laughs) You know, I I think that Mike Trout is a better ball player than Bryce Harper, just in my opinion, from top to bottom. Uh, Not to take anything away from Bryce Harper, uh, but... I just think from the body of work that we have to look at, that Mike Trout has proven himself to be a much better ball player. Um, you know, the of course, the issue now is with Bryce Harper coming out and saying these things. Some people have even been throwing around that he is violating the MLB's rule on tampering by trying to, in a way, actively recruit a player who's under contract for another team. Uh, and here's the thing, you know, I, I just said I'm not a huge Bryce Harper fan. But I don't even know that I would go as far as to say that he's tampering. It's not like he's picked up the phone and called, you know, Mike Trout and said, hey, man, I want you to come to Philly. He's just saying what any other player in the major leagues would say by saying, yeah, we'd love Mike Trout to come play for our team. You know, if you wouldn't want Mike Trout to come play for your team, I think people would question your sanity at that point. Um, But again, to that short answer, could it happen? I, theoretically, I guess it could happen if they structure contracts the right way. Um, and, you know, as a, as a lifelong Braves fan, though, it would kill me. And I mean absolutely murder me in the face if the Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies picked up Mike Trout and Bryce Harper. <laughs> well, and like you said, is it good? And we'll go to Alex here shortly. Is it good for the game of baseball? I, it, well, and let me go. I don't know. And let me talk about the tampering. Tampering in sports is 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 as serious as traveling is in the NBA. It's. I mean, it's almost a joke. <laughs> I, I mean, people. I mean, Magic Johnson's might as well be calling Anthony Davis, saying, "Hey, we want you to play for us like tomorrow," and he's still under contract. So, the whole tampering thing. I, I just think that's kind of kind of laughable. Um, it's almost like the rest in the NFL are getting, ooh, shots fired. Anyway, so Alex, let's go to you. Would this ruin the game of baseball? Or, or my personal opinion, I think ratings would go up, and that's something baseball kind of needs right now is some more ratings, viewership to go up. So Alex, what do you think? For competitive standards, it would be not great. It wouldn't be horrible because like the Yankees buy – their team every year right like every other team but like you see the yankees they like they need a pitcher oh they just trade for the best pitcher on the market um and every and they don't win it every single year but they're in it a lot of years um i i think it's great though for viewership like you were saying mlb they're having a hard time uh, people don't like watching baseball as much and uh me included sometimes sometimes i see these games i'm like man these are snorefest i'm with um, you but you look at it and you say, well, two of the stars in baseball at one point were coming up together um, as young stars, and now they're going to team up for a different team, um, one of the guys' hometown team. I, that, that sells stories, and that's what the MLB needs to be thinking of right now because, let's face it, they they don't get a lot of viewership 
um, except for that Cubs game seven. That was amazing. But. So, and my thing with baseball, they've we've kind of missed, and of course it was the steroid era when you had Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa going bomb squad uh, with each other. That was some exciting times in baseball, uh, but there is baseball is really exciting in October. I will say, there's nothing like October baseball. It's got a different feel in the air. I think this it would be fun for sports. I mean, we've here's the thing: the Kevin Durant move opened up a threshold. Anything goes in sports. Anything. Uh, so yeah, there's no loyalty. It's a business. It's a it's a business. That's right. So I could see it. I think I would kind of like to see it. It'd be fun to see. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Twenty twenty one. Bryce Harper. He's he's getting his Magic Johnson on, and and he's starting to recruit early. Which in today's world, especially in sports. You got to do it. So to wrap up our segment, fellas, speaking of baseball, we actually have our very own Jacob Moore is calling us from down. He's catching the Braves spring training. He's our boots on the ground. Uh, Jacob, you already know. So, Jacob, leave us with this. Anything exciting we could see from the Braves? How are they looking? Looking good? Looking the same? Yeah, I mean – we're, you know, we're trying to nail down the, the starting rotation there for our pitchers. We've got a lot of good young guys uh, that can they can toss the ball there. Uh, of course, bringing back Nick Markakis, cheap, having that veteran presence in the locker room. Uh, today, they actually, if uh, and if you listen to this podcast, go check our Instagram story. I did a quick live segment talking about it. But they actually shut down part of the wide world of sports because Josh Donaldson – uh, was actually running a simulated game on a field, and they didn't want anybody to see him. Of course, he's trying to come back from an injury, and uh, it looks like that he's going to be making his debut tomorrow. Uh, so they're on the road tomorrow, but they'll be back home uh, on Friday, and so we're we're uh, going to head out there on Friday, try to catch that game, and see if we can't get some uh, live action of Josh Donaldson. Uh, but I saw a little bit of his batting practice today, uh, and I'll just say this, the dude can crank. I mean, that dude can yak on a baseball. Uh, and so, uh, and it looks like his simulated game, his first two at-bats were a double and a home run. Um, oh so it, it's, it's... Uh, so some optimism for the for the Atlanta Braves fans out there. We could be looking pretty good next year, but we'll just have to wait and see. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, you heard that here first. Uh, exciting things coming up for Premium Sports Talk We've got, uh, actually, Jacob, our very own Jacob's conducting an interview that's going to be dropping tomorrow. Jacob, why don't you go ahead and tell them just the name of uh, our player we're going to be interviewing and that podcast dropping tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. For all you dog fans out there, those of you <laughs> <GA> fans, <laughs> we've got uh, former point guard J.J. Frazier. And I'll, uh, so look for that coming tomorrow. we got a bunch of good questions lined up. Uh, and it's going to be a good opportunity to hear from J.J. So you heard it, heard it here first. J.J. Frazier dropping tomorrow. I'm with Jacob Moore, Alex Parker. Alex, this segment is called... AM1! <laughs> AM1, you heard it here first. Premium Sports Talk. I'm your host, Josh Garrison. Until next time. <laughs>